Happy Friday, and welcome to a new episode of the Crossroads Podcast. My name is Nick Shaw, and I'm the Communications Director at the Church, and starting today, we'll be coming at you every Friday with a special devotional prepared by a Crossroads staff member. And I get the privilege of launching our Friday Devos. I'll be sharing a devotional that I shared with our staff this week. So grab a notebook, pull up your notes on your phone, or just sit back and relax, and let's get into it. Recently, I came across an article written by Nobel laureate Herbert A. Simon that discussed our tendency to misidentify the current economy that we live in as an information economy. According to Herbert and several other authors, researchers, and sociologists, it's inappropriate to use information to define this economy because information is an unlimited resource. I'd have to agree when I look at the amount of information that even I consume on a daily and weekly basis. There's no shortage of information anywhere that you look, and it seems like it's only getting worse. So instead of information, Herbert and colleagues define our current economy as the attention economy, because unlike information, human attention is very limited. And we know this. It's why advertisers go to the lengths they do to try to get just a few seconds of the precious commodity that is our attention. Everything is designed to be eye-catching, sound good, smell good, and it's all in an attempt to stick out from the millions of other things that are trying to get our attention. Over the last year, our staff read The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, and as we read in that book, or any of the other resources about the same topic, this constant barrage of stimulation and advertising is wreaking havoc on us. It's no wonder we have attention spans similar to a goldfish when it seems there are hundreds of things vying for our attention at any given moment. For an article or video to get attention, it almost has to be clickbait. The title can't just be, Trump or Biden wants to change some things about the way we do healthcare. It's almost always, Trump or Biden wants to destroy America as we know it. Or on the other side, they are coming to save the day. And I don't think it's just the mainstream media. Look at some prominent Christian writers and see some of the ways that they are making their titles more clickbait. Take Francis Chan, for example. An article titled, Francis Chan Said Something That I Disagree With, will get a fraction of the views of an article titled, You'll Never Believe What Heretic Francis Chan Said Now. Good, Jesus-loving people seem to fall into this trap just as often as everyone else. Why do we do this? I think it's because our new attention economy and all of the junk that comes with it has warped our understanding of a fundamental biblical truth. I'm talking about John chapter 3, verse 30. It says, He must become greater, I must become less, or he must increase, I must decrease. It seems like we read this verse and mentally agree with it, but it doesn't really click deep down. I believe many of us, myself included, tend to alter this verse in our lives without even knowing that we're doing it. We have good, even the best of intentions, but we've got it wrong. If I were to rewrite that verse based on common understanding, I think it would sound a lot like, I must become greater so that he will become greater. We see it with Christian influencers, pastors, leaders, and people who genuinely have good intentions. Everyone wants to have a voice, and everyone wants to have followers. And so we try, with good intentions, to build our following, increase the number of likes that we get or the number of views on a video, And we say that we're doing it because as we grow our platforms, our ability to spread the good news increases. And that's what the world needs, right? More of Jesus. We tend to look at ourselves like doctors to a broken, dying world. Like we have a cure for a disease billions of people are afflicted with. But God has been showing me that we've had it all wrong. 
We aren't doctors to this world. Rather, as Francis Chan says, we are more like ER receptionists. You don't want to see me, but I'm going to do everything I can to get you in a room with a great, or in our case, the great physician. He will be able to heal you and give you what you need. And we're not called to grow our personal brands. Even if we say we're doing it because we want more influence so that we can spread the message of Jesus to even more people. We don't see ER receptionists marketing their services as the best ER receptionist around, but any ER receptionist will be able to tell you who the best doctor in the hospital is. We must always remember that the Bible didn't say, the greater I become, the greater he will become. It says he must become greater. I must become less. As we know, that sentence is spoken by John the Baptist, who had already amassed quite the following of his own. In fact, by this point, Jesus himself had come to John to be baptized. It's easy to imagine feeling pretty good about myself if I were to put myself in his sandals. But John knows his place in the story. So when John's followers see Jesus beginning to baptize people and run to tell John that the guy he had baptized was now baptizing people himself, it's not a surprise that John sees this as a good thing. He was never meant to be the doctor. His job was just to get these people to the ultimate doctor. And I think we as individuals and we as Crossroads Church will make the greatest impact by not worrying about the impact that we're making. Rather, we need to worry that our attempts to gain influence for Christ may actually be caving into the culture that we are called to stand out from. And I'll tell you, as a millennial, and I think I can speak for Gen Z in this, our generations are leaving the church in droves. And it's because we're looking for something that stands out from the culture, not something that caves into it. And so I'll leave you with two questions that I've been wrestling with as we end today. First, could it be possible that me being quieter, being in the presence of God more, and doing more things unseen will have a greater impact on lifting up the name of Jesus? And second, if that's possible, in what areas of my life do I need to decrease so that Jesus can increase?